When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Baker's Plus Card, it's easy to get lower than low prices. For the win! Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Baker's Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at bakersplus.com and start saving. Baker's. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Bakers. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Almost Famous Minute, where we're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe movie Almost Famous, one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from Feels Like Weezer. And I'm Megan Bailey from the future Bohemian Rhapsody Minute. Yay, Megan. Glad to have you back for a second uh, minute here. Thanks for having me back. It's wonderful for you to join. And this is Minute 34, and it starts with a big group walking through the hotel corridor and peeking in rooms, and ends with Penny pretending to be a flight attendant. (laughs) Gotta love it. Yeah. Um, And yeah, so one of the things I kind of got a little ahead of myself last minute was with uh, Vic Munoz. And he's, you know, he's, he's, he's really worried about the, uh, the signatures on his shirt being smeared. And, And he's still going crazy about, you know, that, that, uh, he, he, I think the, the last one was, uh, Robert Plant. He touched this, this pen. I'm pretty sure is who the he is. <laughs> right. When he's saying that specifically. And that's what, and that's when Penny specifically says, uh, to William, he is a Zeppelin fan. And William says, I picked that up. <laughs> <laughs> Just a subtle hints, subtle, subtle hints. I mean, while he, while he didn't say, he did, I don't think he said Zeppelin. But he's he's saying the names of <laughs> three right. out of the four band members, and uh, if you if you were alive at that point and a teenager and you didn't know who <laughs> those three three guys were, it's, it's probably uh, not a good thing. You probably aren't you, you aren't even partially possibly be being in the cool zone, <laughs> as <laughs> as is so referenced in this so well referenced in this movie that uh, that uh, Lester Bangs and and William Miller are uncool, right. They're kind of just, um, they're, they're near the cool. Yeah. The wallflowers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then Penny even additionally says he tours with them, but not, you know, with them. Yeah. Right. He's following them around like well, a little and, puppy. And, and a little similar. I mean, it's, it's almost seems like maybe it's like half and half for these, uh, band-aids slash groupies. That uh, you know, I mean, there was there was the one that was in in the limo with um, Sapphire, that was yeah. in the limo with uh, Black Sabbath, 
or at least Ozzy, I guess. Um, <laughs> they, I'm sure they each have their own limo, and the other <laughs> the other band members were already there, probably. <laughs> yeah. When, when when Ozzy rolled in, um, but you know they, they have that, and we have we have these crazy crazy scenes coming up, or you know the the big br- big brunt of the middle of the movie, uh, where William is on tour. Uh, with the band Stillwater, and so are the the uh, Band Aids. They're they're in the bus there with them too. You know, everyone needs moral support. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta say, the way that she walks into that room, I think just knowing yeah. that Russell's gonna be there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, have you heard the phrase BDE or Big Dick Energy? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That, that, well, that's on that other podcast I was telling you about earlier. Okay, good. They, they've used she's, it there. Yeah. yeah. She's got some major yeah. big dick energy mm-hmm. walking into that room. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then, but then uh, also, though, before we get that, uh, we do have this little weird thing that happens in the hallway where it's, and we're going to cut out of the song that's been playing. It's, it's not really the song ending, even though I kind of had that in the notes I, I helped supply you with. Uh, the, the script um, of um, uh, Rod Stewart's Every Picture Tells a Story. but So we get this uh, small time blues song. Um, and it's supposed to be the, these two, this, these two singers the, and, and singer songwriters, what have you are supposed to be Graham Parsons and Emmy Lou Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is not a song of theirs. It is, it is a song of Pete Droge's um, this uh guitarist and singer and, and, and Elaine Summers. Um, they're singing together as a little bit of a duet. It's, it's kind of heavy on his part. Um, and then I'll even also, um, definitely in the, uh, in the listeners group, uh, especially, um, make sure that I get it out. Uh, so, so that's a big drive to, to get everyone there where I think, where I think the best communication is done. Hopefully everyone listening is, is a Facebook person at least. Um, <laughs> but uh, c- come to the Band Aids listeners group, please. Um, but uh, I'll post the uh, the the full YouTube, uh, a full clip of the whole song um, as as they played it for the, the 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 taping of this this part. You know, and they only used a, a small part of of the whole song. Mm. But they but they recorded the whole thing. That's neat. Um, and, and Graham Parsons, I mean, he's, he's someone I'm, I'm, I'm kind of familiar with from quite a few years ago. I kind of, kind of got to know, know, uh, what he was doing, what he did back in the sixties and, uh, with, with the, uh, the band, the birds, um, coming in, he wasn't a member, he wasn't a founding member, but he came into the band and, and helped do their most country (laughs) album. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they, they, they didn't really have that much of a country sound at first. Um, they definitely were more on the psychedelic side of things, but, but also the, the folky too, a, a, a nice mixture between the two, but they definitely went hard for country with the sweetheart of the rodeo that he came, that he came in. Yeah. That's a, that's a great album. I'll have to listen to it. I, I do. I'm familiar with Emmy Lou Harris. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. Um, but not so much Graham Parsons, although I knew uh, the name. I, I don't. I don't know how much I've listened. I've listened to the birds, but I've not. Yeah. I don't think I've listened specifically to Graham Parsons or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I definitely know her name, but I can't say I could tell you a song or <laughs> album of hers. So. Right. Right. So yeah, right. if you're familiar, I will uh, become more familiar with him for yeah. sure. Cool. 
Um, and so, and so what happens is, is that, uh, you, you even hear Penny while, while William is standing there watching, you know, this thing that he knows who they are, who they're supposed to be. He realizes that he's not ready to interrupt yet, but it's probably going to happen. You know, I mean, if he, if he stuck around there until like the song ended, then he would probably have to insert himself or something. <laughs> I have a feeling, but, uh, you even hear Penny, Penny's voice overlap while he's standing there saying, there's no bigger Zeppelin fan than Vic. Yeah. And then you see her her grabbing him, <laughs> uh, William, to to pull him away from from possibly doing something crazy like that, uh, kind of. Because I think the big thing is, I think it's explained somewhere else around here, or maybe later, a little bit later, um, that uh, it's it's you know you you wouldn't interrupt something like that. That's that's not a party. That's a personal thing going on between the two of them, and. Even though they happen to have the door open, <laughs> right. it's, it's not meant uh, for others to get involved in. Definitely. Whereas where they're going is, it's it's a definitely a party scene. Absolutely. Completely different vibe in the next room. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and and she's, she's doing her flight attendant bit and saying, put out your spoken materials and taking, taking dicks. <laughs> uh, uh, probably a joint, but. You know, the, the very next time you see Dick, I just came across it as I have it repeating here. He, he's he's then uh, lighting a bong. Yes, yes. It's like, okay, if you take my joint, then I'm going to go ahead and hit this bong. Is that? <laughs> but that could be a cigarette, too. Who knows? No, that's that big Dick energy, that, that <laughs> moment there, especially with how Russell mm-hmm. looks at her. But it's interesting that she kind of... Commands the attention of the room, but yeah. um, it's like a false confidence, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you just if uh-huh. you present if you present yourself confident, then right. Seeing is believing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then she even goes into this French part of you know she was doing you know an English version of of the flight attendant uh, instructions. So, and I'm not going to try and say the French part, but I, I did find it in a YouTube clip of this scene. Someone said, oh, here's what, what she's saying in French, it, you know, the, the, the French words. So I then took those French words, took it to Google Translate. So what we got is her saying this very mangled <laughs> in the boarding pass, you see like making an oxygen mask <laughs> is what Google tells me. <laughs> This crazy thing that uh, that she's saying in French. Uh, I wish I still spoke French. I would totally try to translate oh. it. It's been too many years. <laughs> I'm useless. Um, and then she even then says, "The hell with it." You know, she kind of she kind of extends the words at the end, and uh, realizes she's running out of things that she knows to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now, it, before, it, before they get to somewhere in between those scenes, the, 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 the before or after, I'm not sh- totally sure which, the, uh, the, uh, William stopping at the room with, with, uh, uh, Graham Parsons and Emily Harris. Um, we have this other pretty short scene where William encounters this guy and he, and William says to him, he, he's, 
I'll have to, I'll definitely have to put the picture, this one picture of him up, especially, yeah, that I got here. Um, he's, he's wearing his hat and his glasses. He's in a little, he's an older gentleman, probably my age now. <laughs> but, um, uh, but William says, Hey, you're that comedian, Leonard. Mm. Um, so this, this comedian, this guy says, blow me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's when Penny Lang again drags him away. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, and she says to him, okay, time to put on the lampshade. Um, and are you, are you familiar with the lampshade stuff at parties? No. No? Okay. So it's, it's, I think it's a thing definitely of the sixties, seventies, even eighties time period where, where just to be silly, some, when you're more outlandish, more, you know, uh, uh, maybe even obnoxious, you know, thinking they're big comedians, uh, kind of guys at parties would often, uh, you know, ch- choose, go, go ahead and take a lamp shade off a lamp and put it on top of their head uh-huh. just to be silly. It's just a silly thing to do. Yeah. You know? Um, so I, I think it's, I think it's Penny saying, you know, Hey, you're more useful, <laughs> you know, at, at the party that we're trying to get to here, you know, you, you can, uh, you can, uh, have your fun elsewhere here. Yeah. Kind of. Um, so now, so now to get back to this Leonard, the comedian Leonard and the actor forum as well, the actor forum is, uh, Wayne Doba. I'll tell you now. I don't know if I know who that is. And so this Leonard is the last name of his is Barr, B-A-R-R. And, you know, we've even seen him movie-wise in, with a brief role in The Sting. You know, okay. he did some shows like The Odd Couple and, and have to have to say something oh, to wow. uh, uh, Tierney and Megan over at the MASH Minute. You know, because he did, he, he did play a USO comedian in one episode of, of that show. But they're, they're, of course, covering the movie, but they're huge fans of the show is how they got to covering the movie. And, you know, he certainly was on Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, you know, and it's, and it's just this odd, I think this odd thing for, you know, or, or I don't know if it's, if it's uh, something that Cameron Crowe, you know, thought up that, hey, let's, let's pay a little tribute to this, uh, you know, kind of under the radar a bit um, comedian yeah. from back in the day that, that, I mean, he certainly knew about, you know. But, uh, you know, had seen him and, and became became aware of him, but uh, certainly didn't have a, any kind of long lasting into into, you know, when I was a kid, more in the 80s and 90s and further. I mean, OK, so heck, he died in, in 1980. So, yeah, I very much missed him, even though I have seen The Sting. But that was apparently a, a, and, and he's playing a comedian in, in that as well, similar to similar to his mash appearance. And the odd couple is something my mom keeps telling me to watch. Yeah, the the original show or or the newer show. No, the original show. Yeah, the original show. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I'll have to check it out. And and, and the original movie, which yes. is all based on the play <laughs> by Neil Simon. Haven't seen that um, either. Yeah. But I know that's one of my mom's favorite movies, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do like that in his writing, I mean, obviously it's like a coming-of-age story, right, overall, mm-hmm. the film, but... I love his screenplays because you can tell that it's infused with real anecdotal, like personal experience. Mm-hmm. 
it's, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's because of its connection to music, right? And music is one of those things that's full of nostalgia for all people. So um, but you can definitely feel, you can feel his nods to, um, to any sort of like great influences on his uh, creative journey. It's really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then back to the, the actor, though, playing this Leonard is uh, Wayne Doba as I said, and he doesn't have a lot of credits, but the thing he's really known for, uh, is to, you know, the, you know, he, he's, he's willing to put on a bunch of makeup. Um, now this, I think maybe, maybe would be one of his less, least, <laughs> uh, needing to put a bu- on a bunch of makeup, but he does have to, but he does certainly wear this, uh, this hat and glasses and, and this old, old, uh, seventies, uh, wide, wide collar, wide uh, lapels on a, on a, on this plaid suit. <laughs> it's really, really interesting looking character. I'll even also put up, have to put up the, uh, a picture of, of the guy he's, uh, trying to look like a bit. Yeah, definitely. As well. Um, and that, and that, and, and, you know, I don't know. It's, it's I think, I think that the two pulls away, I think that that was kind of a bit much. So I, I can tell totally, it totally makes sense that they, uh, kind of got rid of one or the other and, I think this was probably the better one to get rid of of the two. I really would would hate yeah. to hate to have lost that song, but it would have never been yeah. lost in the long run, though either, because we eventually did get this this untitled cut and and uh, yeah. and and stuff being released too. You know, the uh, it, t- it took a long time for like w- one or two of the uh, of the uh, uh, Nancy Wilson uh, penned uh, instrumental score pieces. Um, yeah. Gu- you know, guitar, not not whole orchestra or anything like that, but um, you know, kind of light and airy kind of uh, things that uh, she did for this movie. Um, there were definitely a couple of them that uh, just took s- s- uh, quite a number of years, over a decade even, um, to uh, make their way through Cameron Crowe on his on his website, The Uncool. <laughs> That's neat. Um, are there any other uh, notes you have for this minute, Megan? Just the uh, the kind of um, that the, the big dick energy was the main thing that was my mm-hmm. takeaway of uh, the way she enters the room, the way that uh, Russell reacts to her entering the room, um, the way that she kind of commands that attention right after saying, mm-hmm. "Don't take things seriously." Right? <laughs> she's um, mm-hmm. she's not taking things seriously. Right? She's light. She's fun. She's just playing, and uh, I think that's interesting. And then I have a quote from Cameron Crowe that I love because I think that uh, I think you see it in like all of the characters in this film. Hmm. Um, But he said the battered idealist, it's my favorite character to me. A hero is someone who's able to accept the environment of the world, deal with the stuff that's thrown in their path and somehow keep their heart. And I think that that's, I think Hmm. that comes through Uh in the way that he writes all of the characters in this film, but especially like if you look at just the, uh, the deeper stuff about Penny Lane and, uh, and Russell too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see like, yeah, yeah. Very, so many of the characters. Yeah. Having that kind of a character arc. Yeah, absolutely. It's talking about there happen. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Well, uh, this has been a great, uh, second minute with you. Minute 34 here. Um, do you have some plugs you'd like to really, you can go into detail with, you know, explain what you're, what you're doing at, uh, and, and what other, whatever other media? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you can find me on Instagram. That's where I'll also be announcing when I finally get the Bohemian Rhapsody Minute 
um, off the ground. That's where you can kind of touch base with me. Uh, my name on Instagram is a hummus sapien. <laughs> um, so just the letter a, the word hummus, and then, um, end it with apian. So it's like homo sapien play on words there. Um, but that's a great place to get in touch with me. Uh, and then the podcast that I'm kind of working on with some friends right now, it's more focused on sustainability and, um, climate issues and stuff like that. Oh. It's called drops of nectar, nectar spell with a K. Yeah. Um, so you can find us also on Instagram at drops of nectar N E K T A R. Um, uh, on Instagram. So if you want to kind of follow along there too, if you're interested in current issues um, and all that stuff. And uh, I'm also on Facebook and I'm found to be found in the discord and the Facebook for almost famous minute. If you want to touch base there too, under Megan Bailey. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Definitely be uh, checking, checking that stuff out. Uh, very, inter- very interested sense seemingly to me um and i'll throw in my own a uh, little uh personal you know i'm eric eric nash but i also actually go by eric jack nash uh on facebook uh, just being, being able to be found a little bit easier that way there um and uh on twitter i'm at lucky mustard and instagram at lucky mustard dean <laughs> some <laughs> other some other jackass already it's stole lucky mustard when i finally got around to <laughs> trying to get on instagram and so i just added the ing um and i gave some plugs yesterday for 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 the show itself the other one other thing i'd certainly like love to uh recommend for everyone to go check out is moviesbyminutes.com and give a little thanks here uh, since i'm mentioning that little thanks to the uh the starters of this uh style of podcast Good old Pete and Alex at Star Wars Minute. So thanks, guys, for starting. This is my second one and going strong. Um, and then additionally, I'd like to uh, uh, mention that uh, I'm on this uh, good old uh, uh, rock and roll podcast network, uh, Pantheon Podcasts. And uh, my Feels Like Weezer show is also on that with uh, Zach. And who knows, maybe some others have, have uh, popped up. Uh, at, by this time, uh, from the movies by minutes or song by song community. Um, so Megan, hopefully you'll be able to, um, be back, uh, next, uh, week with minute 35 and, and probably with another guest as well. Can't wait to have you back, uh, then. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for being on, uh, these first two, uh, with you. And until then it's all happening. It's all happening. <laughs> I am a golden god! It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.